Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Behind the scenes, behind the glass, there's no sports. It's Matt and Matt, two producers who happen to be homies, just joning on the junkies, yeah. It's bit season, what a time to be alive. Bit season, couple of regular guys, it's... Season, go have yourself a laugh. It's bit season, ha ha Welcome to Bit Season episode 10. I'm Drab T-shirt. I'm Matt Valdez. And I'm AWOD. AWOD back to the producer role this week. <laughs> yeah, AWOD in uh, the third mic chair. You know what? I thought I did pretty good last you week, know, and Adam, I was proud did, of it. You did a very good job filling in. But I am elated that Drab is back. Yeah, you're all giggly. It's tilting. Well, I'm, smi- I'm smiling. But yeah, l- last week was a disaster. Valdez works out every day. He's told he told me that he hasn't done that much <laughs> lifting in his entire life as he did last Thursday. <laughs> you're only supposed to do max outs like <laughs> like, like uh, once a month. I think I'm done maxing out for the year after that lift. Oh, after that on. lift that you I did. had to take the weekend off. I had to take the weekend off. Actually, I wore a back brace. <laughs> you know, I got a DM from someone that said, who's Drab? I was better than Drabby. Hey, maybe. I didn't know, I didn't know your sister was on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> no, I said it was fine. People said that they enjoyed the show. I appreciate the people that were worried that I was sick or that something. Yes, I'm glad you're feeling better. And more importantly, I'm glad that we can share the load. For yeah. this week. Well, I thought about coming in on Friday morning to show everyone what a trooper I am and how dedicated <laughs> I am to the show. You know what would have been great what? is if you called out sick for the show and then you showed up at 10.01 to record <laughs> mid-season. I actually thought about that because on Friday morning I was feeling a lot better. Mm-hmm. I just had to make the decision Thursday night because our show's so early. If, yeah, we if, gotta, you got to find someone to fill in. To right, do, and I to, felt terrible on Thursday night. But Friday morning I was like, Man, it's only 9.30. I could go in there for bit season. <laughs> <laughs> I did think about it. That would have been hysterical. What do you think EB would have said if you, you just came strolling in with your big smile, ready to, with your notes yeah, for bit he, season? He would have definitely been Rick about it and taking some shots at us. But, they already don't like bit season. <laughs> yeah, I, it, the, the, the bloom is coming off the rose. Rapidly. Ugh, so much. But I was I was pissed off that you weren't there because AWA did did – a good job, okay. Well, he's but a I, weekend host on the station. I know it's not like he show. doesn't know how to do radio, but but I like bouncing my ideas off of you a little better. You 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 have the more bounce, more right. feedback. I can. We pass the rock uh, a little better since we do it for four hours during the junkie show. Me and Awad, we don't have that kind of rapport. relationship, that rapport. So you know, when we're in transition, passing the rock back and forth, it looks sloppy. Yeah, but there wasn't like much dead air or anything. I mean. 
I think it was a smooth Except show. Except for when the recording stopped. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what another happened? thing. What well, happened? You're gone. Everything goes to S. <laughs> Uh, the I don't know uh, some some the ghost of, of Drabby came hey. in to ruin everything. I did find out what happened. Somebody logged in at, from home on 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 that computer and stopped the recording on uh, accident. So, so then we had to use the backup audio that Awad had on his uh, phone, and it sounded like we're broadcasting out of tin cans. Yeah, I know. Hey, it's just everything what? went went to crap. You you'll find out if you guys ever do podcasts if you're listening. It ain't easy. <laughs> a lot can go wrong. But you should have seen Valdez's face when he walked back in here to tell me that it didn't record. He looked like somebody had just murdered his brother. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I can, I can bet. He said, "I've never been this upset in my life." <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's, a, that's a good Valdez impression. Yeah. yeah. Well, hey, it's good to be back. I thought it was a pretty good week on the show. Some uh, some non-sports are kicked around every single day. I know Adam caught up and listened to most of the show this week. And um, I think that one of the things that, that stood out to me, because Adam was talked about a lot earlier this week on yeah. our big single men don't like to have sex topic. Right. Isn't it kind of flattering that the guys just, oh, they always think about you, even it though is. you're not there. Even though you're not there. <laughs> I woke up after 10 a.m. to a bunch of texts that were like, man, why didn't you call into the junkies? Hour two is all about you. <laughs> well, actually, it started on, I think, Tuesday night. Um, this kind of might be my tilt of the week is that JP is he'll send articles sometimes, which is great. This is not, it's not about that. Is that yeah. he now is scouring the New York Post, <laughs> which is Valdez and I's homepage. Like we love the New York the, Post. The we New don't York miss po- a story on there. I see every single thing the New York Post tweets because it's, <laughs> it's like they, they, they're, Content in our show it's, uh, are very simpatico. Yeah, it's it's actually the person that runs their website has to be former radio. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> they, like they know what hits. Yeah, exactly. So there was a story in there about single men don't like sex anymore, and JP emailed it over the night before, and actually in his description said, maybe we could get Awad on to discuss it. Oh, really? Yes, but oh. I didn't really want to do that. Valdez didn't really want to do that because I don't. You're too often the fallback for like. You're just the resident single single guy that doesn't have, you know what I mean? They like want to talk about their dating life. I wanted to hear what the callers thought about it more because I know, and we did have a yeah. bunch of people called in. Yeah, AWOD has an inability to have sex. We want to hear from from callers <laughs> that can have sex but choose not They're to. They're choosing not to, yeah. Right. Um, what, do you, what did you make it's, for It's by choice. Yeah. <laughs> well, what did you make of that, that article, Adam, or that column that's saying that, because of the pandemic, the guys picked up other hobbies, and that's why they're not interested in women anymore. I do think I do agree with the other hobbies thing. I don't think that has anything to do with the sex. Like quarantine, just you made made life boring for a lot of people. Like I picked up, I went like listening to Audible, but that's not stopping me from having sex. Like wait, wait, wait. your your new hobby is listening to Audible. Oh yeah, I've been going through books left and right. I'm trying to increase my knowledge. Hold on, let me hear some of these books that you're fake reading. I did Prisoners of Geography. It was a silly book. Tim Marshall about like uh, breaking down borders around the world. Uh, I did a John Feinstein book. I did a, I did a bunch of others. They're not really coming to my mind right now. But I actually I got a problem with audiobooks. Yeah. You're supposed to like keep your mind sharp by consuming the information and putting in the effort in reading. It's okay. a laborious process. 
and people are taking shortcuts with these uh, piped-in audio <laughs> well, and trying to and then tell everyone they, they love books. No, you love books if you go to the bookstore, the library, the smell of the book. You know, that, yes, that's I know. A you need a phys- you want a physical book. Right. But I'm Team AWOD. I have right. Audible, too, and Thank I listen you. to audiobooks. I think you don't consume it that way, though. Well, I or also you don't, don't retain don't, it. Well, no, no. Well, I also don't go prancing around saying I just read this book on geography. I don't. Oh, I, I don't I like do that. To say that. No, but you, you, half half the reason right. why Awad does that is so that he can say, "I read X, I read Y," and so people think he's smart by reciting that. Because I know what you guys are doing. To read a book, you have to use your spare time at home instead of you know playing video games or watching sports. You got to get into your bed with a reading light and use that time <laughs> to dedicate it to a book. You guys are listening to books on your way home from work. Of course. Okay. You're you're doing two things at I once. I actually I I've said this before. I like listening to audiobooks while I work out. Yeah, exactly. Right? <laughs> Taking a <laughs> shortcut. I like to exercise my muscles and my brain simultaneously. I see I, I don't know how you do that. For me to lift anything or do any cardio, I need like 700 beats per second. Yeah, I, you know something. Something. To I don't get need. Me I don't need Slipknot. I yeah, need. Uh, I do. I need a Tom Clancy book. <laughs> right. Okay. Um, but for a person that's hating on Audible and listening, when was the last time you actually opened a book, Drab? Uh, I started reading a book recently. What's it called? Uh, it's from Michael Hawley. <laughs> it was a book that was sent to the radio station about the Boston Celtics championship run in the late to, uh, to early 2000s. Any any knowledge you want to share with us? I, it's not that interesting. For, this, <laughs> but for me, it was. I like hearing about the hiring process of Danny Ainge. You know, right? <laughs> that sounds like melatonin. <laughs> That's my book right now. Does, uh, what do you think about the, uh, the book? The book bit that we wanted to do last week. Uh, I don't know if you heard, but in the last episode with JP's book, mm-hmm. speaking of books, that we want people to show off them uh, pooping with it. Still pooping. Still pooping. I heard about the hashtag still pooping. Yes. That, if there's any kind of momentum. Are, I think there was. I think Drawers by your ankles. Yes. Yeah. By the way, you you talked to me a lot this week about if you were too hard on JP. Oh yeah. I, so you were pretty concerned about it. Did you hear back from a lot of listeners that? Well, well, like like I told EB you said. Well, I knew I knew the playbook that what was going to happen after mm-hmm. the episode is that all the listeners would go run and run and tell mommy and daddy, right? Which I mean, which mm-hmm. are the junks in our in our it's case, so <laughs> tilting to us, and yeah. you know who you are. Yes. But but they they just run to them, make up something, or take something out of context to try and uh, have us get our spanking. Do you understand, listeners, that there's a guy out there on Twitter who is who is coming up with fake quotes on the show, stuff that we never said or even got into, and is tweeting the junkies that that's what we said I, about I, him. The, the problem is, is the, the junkies are too lazy to go listen to this show, so they'll never hear it to begin with. But here's, so, what also, so, here's what's also great: they don't care. Yeah. <laughs> they don't care about your tweets or what you're trying to antagonize them with. But they do want us to get spanked by mommy and daddy, meaning the junkies. Yeah, they like they like it when AY gets is yelled at about about saying crap about Jason's daughter. They want yeah. they wanted JP to blow up at me uh, about about the, about the book. But um, I the first thing I said on Monday, since JP wasn't here on Monday, and when Eric walked in, was hey, was I too? Did you listen to Bit Season? Yeah. Was I too hard? And he and he kind of shrugged it off. He didn't really think I was that hard. Um, well, I never got to talk about JP's book. I heard some of the show last week. Oh, I do, yeah, I that, do that was a, another thing that wrecked me about you not being here is that I I put it, uh, all my feelings out on yeah. the, out on the line 
and I went all out, out on the edge and, and and put myself out there and was critical. I was the first one to be critical. I know about the it. other guys. And I needed I needed you. I needed my partner in crime to be critical with me. <laughs> I, I probably I, it would have been easier if I was there with yeah, you. Yeah, I know. You're saying trust me. I, it I'm, was a hard it was right. a hard show to do I, with Awad. I, I will was, say this was when I'm sitting there, um, um, uh, uh, taking a dump on JP's Second Life project. <laughs> yeah, I'll say this. I'm very happy for JP. He worked extremely hard on that. I mean, so much harder than you would ever even think it takes to write a book. Like he was extremely dedicated. All the information that he saved for the last 25 years actually turned out useful. Because if you guys don't know, he's got binders and full of crap at his house, full of ratings. Mm-hmm. He looks like a hoarder. He's literally he's a junkies hoarder. That's the only thing he hoards is yeah. junkies information. Yeah, he has one shirt in, one shirt out. He would never yeah. do that with news clippings. So he worked <laughs> very hard on that book. He interviewed dozens and dozens of people. So many people. Yeah. I mean, it's hard enough probably to get in contact with some of these people, but the fact that he found them, found their information. I mean, he was contacting. Like irrelevant people in junkies history, like interns and just you know people yes. that like really didn't have an impact on the show. But it was important to him to producers get producers who story. had like a cup of, uh, a cup of coffee with the show, like yeah, you know, we're here for two years. I don't think we're in the book that much. Not that much, but we there's some like stuff Adam, about Adam was Adam was on the show, and I haven't seen the book, so I I've seen chapters of the book, but like Adam was on the show for five years and. Adam asked if JP, if he if he was in the book, and he said, "Well, there's some stuff about you in the bits and skits chapter." <laughs> Meanwhile, he's like doing full interviews. Did you ever get interviewed by JP? No, uh, that was no, that was he part me- of my. He mentioned tilt. that on the yeah. thing. That's why he was tilted. Is that he never he, got an interview? He just sent me a couple texts and had me respond. Like he honestly, he interviewed Tom C. Block, who was an intern <laughs> 20 years ago that hasn't been heard from since. <laughs> right, so he, JP does have an obsession with old, you know, old stuff from the junkies in the early years. He, I don't think the last few years of the junkies has gotten a lot of run right. in that in that book. But but I was so I was the first one critical of the book, and and I I gave my piece. But but it just means that everyone goes and tells JP that I'm, I'm you know bad mouthing him, bad mouthing the book, and then everyone has to tell me how I'm not untalented. Why? Why am I crapping on JP's right. talent? I'm yeah. on talent. I got a, I got a DM that kind of tilted me. Like, you could never write a book. I, I could die, and I don't need to have author in my resume at all, and I'd be happy. Well, anybody could write a book. Yeah, it's whether or not. I mean, JP is self-publishing this book, but there's plenty of donks who write books, and they put them up on Amazon as eBooks or whatever. It doesn't. It, I have no interest in that. It, that sounds. It's watching JP do it. Sounds awful. And my very first actually introduction to JP was I moved to D.C. right after Chasing Rocky came out. <laughs> and there was all I remember is a big hoopla about it, about Cakes refusing to read the book. Oh, yeah, that was mentioned as well. Yeah, Will Cakes and Cake. I know Cakes is worried that people are going to say Cakes didn't read it or bringing up that old drama and harassing him about right. it. I'm sure he'll read it this time, especially because it's more about the junkie's history or he'll check it out at least. He'll read the cakes chapter. Yeah, so I'm excited for JP. I'm I'm very I know like how hard he worked and what a big deal this is to him. Yeah, I can't believe for the life of me, and I know this was discussed last week. He puts it into the top five moments. Oh, in yeah, Japanese that was history. yeah that was another like, thing. Like, it actually makes me angry. <laughs> and, it, and 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 no offense to JP, it's not in the top one hundred. <laughs> It's it's a J, it's in JP's top five because it's JP's book about the show and, and what's yeah. important to him. 
I would actually right. put I would actually put JP's first book ahead of this book. Of course. Cuz the first book is is like the the first accomplishment of it. I don't it doesn't even make sense to say it's in the top 5. Look, he's just he's just trying to hype it up. No, I I understand. It's, it's, it's maybe it's his top 5. I don't it's not the listeners top 5. This has you know not as big of an impact on 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 the listeners, I don't think. There's been incredible moments in the show history. Oh, uh, tr- oh, trust me, I had people that were texting me or DMing me. And, I almost fell out of my chair when he said it. And then um, they were like, dude, what, what's going on with the junks? Are they getting their TV show? Are they going to be? Oh, when syn- he teased syn- it as yeah, a top yeah. five, yeah. Is, are they going to be syndicated nationally? Oh, yeah, TV show, syndication. I mean, like, yeah, the, the, All those things have happened in just the past few yes. years. Outrageous ratings, big moments of the show, awesome things that have happened. You know, being on CNN live while we're doing an interview, yeah, all, all, and that's just and that's just in the Drab and Valdez era. I thought it was funny. I saw a comment as soon as he started like tearing up when he was reading it that someone thought he was stepping away from the show. Yeah, I saw that. I mean, it's just the way he set it up. He's very, you know, obviously his mom's death has had a huge impact on him, and he's connecting a lot of things in his life to his mom right now, um, and so. Um, but this, but I, this is why I don't like is that. Everyone wants us to, to uh, you know, open up and, and shed some light on things and talk about back office politics and, right. and all this, you know, hoopla. And we finally are, are, are not being muzzled and we give our honest opinion about stuff and people don't get scythe. Well, I think a lot of people do. I think it's the... the a loud m- minority of people that are that are causing trouble, or they just want—they're just troublemakers. They're just troublemakers. Stop being a troublemaker. It's fine. It's fine. You like whatever you get from the yeah, show. But JP, is, is but fine JP with me. The, me and JP he didn't are fine. Care, he JP care. he kept saying good. Any publicity is good. I know. Publicity. That's, well, that's what was tilting me is that because I knew I knew right from the start in, until I had to say something that JP actually thought I was bad mouthing his book, and mm-hmm. you know what I mean. So that's why he was saying that any publicity is good publicity. And there's weird. What is your chapter called? I don't know. Yes, you do. I I don't. It's in my email. All right, my chapter is called "Drab is the New Black." Oh yeah, that's a silly title. Yeah. <laughs> or when Drab joins the show. So I do have a, a a chapter. I don't know how many chapters there are in this book, but there is a chapter. There's dedicated like 31 to Drab. chapters. I like it. I got a chapter. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I mentioned outside the chapter, but do you you know what the, the it's like is that um. When you're in science class and they, mm-hmm. they try to tell you like the like the history of, of the planet Earth and mm-hmm. everything, and they have this whole timeline where they talk about uh, you know when uh, the Pangaea and how the, the yeah. continents were shaped. Okay. All right, and then they have like that brief <laughs> blip of, or about how dinosaurs were here, and then they show that tiny little thing of man. <laughs> All right, and they say man has been on this Earth. Two percent of the time that that's been alive. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel about us as producers with JP's book. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that was a long way to get there, but I like it. Right. <laughs> I like it. Um, all right, getting back to the to the topic of the week: the single men don't like to have sex. Yes. Adam, are you noticing that amongst your friends that guys are less on the prowl than they used to be two years ago or five years ago? I think guys are definitely less going out, for sure. I think like my friends are spending more nights, but you're also playing poker older. or doing other you know video tw- games and stuff. Like I that. would assume that Clarendon's packed with 21 year old guys. Still, yeah, yeah, right. So you're um, you're approaching you're 29 this year. Yeah, but turning 29 December. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but going out may not equate to having sex because you can have sex by just swiping whatever app that you're mm-hmm. using. 
So just because you're going out doesn't necessarily mean. Well, you got to. I mean, most people got. You got to take the woman out. She's not just going to oh, come true. over to your house unless well, you true. look like Fabio in your, in your <laughs> profile picture. <Fabio. laughs> I have an older <laughs> reference. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I think we're bouncing back. I think the pandemic, we're back. like you know, it's starting to get to the point where the bars how, are actually packed again. Hey, how does it feel that when the junks hear sexless, they immediately think of you? It's depressing, but it also it's like. It makes me want to go get it. Like that's why I'm so hyped to get after it in Nashville, and I'm gonna prove Lurch yeah, wrong. What's going on? You're I'm going gonna to win this hundred bucks. You're going to Nashville. Yep, with his dad. With my dad. No. <laughs> yeah. You know and, about yeah. this? We talk, I knew he was we going talked to, about this last week. I, I, I and, and we I talked about it on the show. Yeah, Actually, you might not. Be I knew who he was going to Nashville. I didn't know when. He's going I thought it was Na- for a bachelor party. No, he's going. Did to you get Nashville. sick or did you get brain cancer? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's kind of funny. <laughs> he, he's going to Nashville okay. with his dad, and they're both going on the prowl together. There's zero percent <laughs> chance you or Maury have sex this weekend. It's actually more likely Maury has sex than yeah. Adam. But <laughs> yeah, here's what's gonna happen. More likely, those t- two uh, skinflints are gonna sleep in the same bed because they got a cheap hotel room. <laughs> yeah, that's who's gonna be sleeping together. <laughs> Adam's gonna try and rub one out real quick while his dad gets a cup of coffee yeah. in the morning. <laughs> All right, so you and you and you and your dad are going to Nashville. You guys are both single men. Yeah, tomorrow morning. Okay, what's the occasion? My dad's, it's a big birthday for my dad, so we, we oh, okay. wanted to do a, a father-son trip together. Apparently and, uh, apparently they've been talking about doing a father-son trip for a while now. Yeah. And then uh, Maury selected Nashville as the destination. Is that just because he's like a horny old man and he wants to go and, and try to pick up a lot of bachelorettes? He's heard a lot about, you know, the, the music down there and, you know, he's a tour guide and everyone keeps talking about Nashville's the new Vegas, yeah. and Nashville's a hot place. We talked. Oh, I know, about I know. That. It is. Are you guys flying or driving? We're flying. Okay. <laughs> and are you have plans to ditch your dad, like when you're on Beale Street or whatever it is? Maybe Broadway. Beale Street, Broadway. Memphis. Um, I think it's Broadway. No, I mean I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with my dad until about 9 p.m. when he goes to sleep. Then I'm gonna step back out for a late night drink. Uh, for for that's when you are gonna try to. That's when I think I have my best chance. What, uh, but what's going to happen when you bring a girl back and you see Maury? Nah, he's got to go to her place. No, yeah, I got to either go to her place or up, fork out the money for a new hotel. Hooked up to the sleep apnea machine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come on in. Here's my my elderly father sleeping on the, on the couch here. It looks like a fighter pilot. <laughs> It'd be butt funny. But, I, like, my dad is kind of smooth with, with girls. Like, he, he's always been good with waitresses. <laughs> oh, really? He always makes those flirty comments. Always, yeah. yeah. Is that because he thinks he has a shot with him? No, I just think he he's just a he, – my dad loves to talk. You know, he's I just know, always loves to talk. Have we only met his dad two times? I, I think, yeah. We met him once at the Nats game and then once when he came in here, right? Yeah. Correct. Oh, my God. My dad won't shut up about that. About what? He thinks he's a celebrity because he was on the Junks Christmas show. What he still talks about? He still talks about it all day, every day. He's, hey. He uh, he came on my radio show for uh, Father's Day, mm-hmm. a little Father's Day bit, and he was like, you know, I was kind of nervous. He said, the only time I wasn't nervous is when I was on the Junks. But that's probably because they gave me five drinks. <laughs> I, I'm sure we had to loosen them up beforehand. <laughs> Um, all right. Well, I hope you have a good time. I hope that, uh, that, you, that you do find some young lady out there. Yeah, but well, we we dove into that last week, though, about, right. about him and the, doing a father-son poning trip. Very weird. Yeah, that is weird. Makes me uncomfortable. But I actually I actually think that this sexless study that, that uh, we did on mm-hmm. the junkies, 
I actually think it's because porno has gotten so good lately. Well, that's what I said on the show, but it's more of a, I think it's just an addiction problem. I think probably 85% <laughs> of guys out there are full-blown addicted to pornography. That you, I mean, I think sex is always going to be number one, but but porno has just gotten so good that you can basically order up any type of girl you want on, on the internet. If you're right. into big butts, you can find a big butt lady. If you're into... Uh, Certain types of boobies. Well, here's what here's what we said. The the result is the same, right? At the end, yeah, of the, at, the end at the end, end, end of the day, day you're the looking, finish is the, you now. Know. You don't get to go brag to your friends about it, but <laughs> but you still, you know, the job is completed and it's a lot less expensive, and you get to go back to playing video games a few minutes later. Right? <laughs> that's 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 at least the goal, and and um, I, I could definitely see that, especially if you're older. You know, you're young, your 20s, your early 20s. You got to get out. You got to experience life a little bit. But if I was single again, I would have zero desire to go out and like to Work. bars and go to. By the way, that guy, he nailed it. The, the, the listener that called in that is going out to Manassas and take in and meeting women out there. We talked about that uh, after the show. I was talking about it with CK again. I don't know why you won't do that. That is your hot spot. I know. I but said like that velocity too. and all the places he was yeah, naming in, in Manassas. Yes, velocity. You should go to Velocity Wings in Manassas. <laughs> we have a listener. Uh, his name is Jeff. He's he's a P one. He's been involved in in restaurant and bar ownership. He he runs uh, Cagezilla. He he's a good guy. Listens to everything the junkies do. I know this guy would set you up with bar tabs out there. He was the guy that was like running Kevin and Rock back in the day, like oh. putting them in bars, and they were like minor celebrities out there. You should you should go out to these, well, all these that, bars in Manassas. Yeah, all that money that you save up, you can Uber back and forth. Yeah, no, I would definitely I would definitely get a ride. My my thing is, none of my friends want to go to Manassas. They they literally joan about Manassas. You don't. We make fun go. of Loudon all the time. Only <laughs> losers live in Loudon. You need to go to Hard Times Cafe in Manassas <laughs> by yourself. Pull up yeah, to the that bar. Cincinnati Chili Bowl. Yeah. Hey, what? Uh, who cares about your friends? Yeah. Why don't you just go solo? Are you Why? kidding me? That's so tough. Or, hello, it, uh, we have a lot of listeners. Yeah. Junkies. You want me to go with a listener? No, just tweet yeah. that you'll be there, yeah, and I guarantee you someone will come no, up no, and yeah, say I'll hi. I'll tell you what will happen, because this has happened to me before in Clarendon and in Sherlington. I tweet that I'm going out, and then I get four or five 30-year-old dudes come up to me, and no chicks. That's fine. That's, that's fine. That's fine but for you guys you, to talk to, and you make you feel at ease a little Icebreakers. And then you guys start Talking to chicks. Now, here's the problem. Is it's always been the problem. Your standard's way too high. You need a good Prince William County woman. She's probably <laughs> divorced, extra weight on her, a little you, bit smoke cigarettes. You, you know what? Falkier screams to you, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah. Falkier County. Yeah. The further out, the better. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you need. I he, mean, you know, he needs, a, he needs like a, just a wake-up call. He really does. And I, I think that— I would love— You I, understand something. Cowboy Todd, who's the biggest donk on the planet, very entertaining. <laughs> you way, love him. Oh way God. better looking than you, though. I'll give him that. He, but his teeth are all messed up. He's been chewing for 100 years. <laughs> yeah. He's got a bunch of black teeth. His wife is beautiful. I'm pretty sure he met her at a bar out in Falkir County, uh, somewhere out there where he lives or used to live. Because there are good-looking women out there, a bunch of dummies that live around in the hills, hills out there. You, you're a rock star. 
I guess, yeah. You just you got to get out of Clarendon. He, he's just, he's never going to do it. Look, you, at least go to no, Springfield. No, no. I'll give it a try. no, he's not open to it. Listen to him. He's not open. I know he's not going to do it, and we're just wasting our breath. I know. We told him this. We've been telling him this for five years. I'm going to try it. No, he's not. All right. You let us know when you try it, okay? Okay. All right. <laughs> never. All right. Um, I thought there was a lot of discussion this week that got the guys fired up, and it was a little bit surprising. I can't even remember how it came up. Um, I, I'm pretty sure it was an article that we put in there about the top chain restaurants. Oh, everyone's no, no, favorite no. chain was, restaurants. Jason or not Jason. Eric was going on about, about oh, salmon about salmon and famous days. Famous slaves, yeah. And then um Outback and how he loves going to Outback. So they right. have this some the weird didgerid no, some weird didgeridoo salmon yeah, with yeah, shrimp yeah. on top that he loves. And yeah. Then, we're talking about he, he's really crestfallen about the famous Dave shutdown at Chantilly. Yeah, I didn't realize that Outback was was Eric's number one go to. Oh, I did. I but didn't realize always... that salmon was his go to. Well, Sam and Lurch always eat salmon. What I can't imagine, he said he'd want salmon over anything else. Didn't yeah. he say that? Yeah. I think people only eat salmon because you know they it's okay and and they it's and they're better looking for, for you than they're looking meat. for healthy options. Yeah. Nobody chooses salmon. If you have pick pick of the litter yeah. over a cheeseburger, yeah, I would never a barbecue do. Or, 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 yeah, or a, bar- a nice piece of chicken. I can be honest. I don't really like barbecue either. Who doesn't like barbecue? I know Why? it's blasphemous. Okay, I should say this. I'm with the EB. It's fine. It's fine. It's okay. See, you just ha- you've never had good barbecue. I've had good barbecue. I've had, I, I've had, I've had, I live out in Loudoun County. There's plenty of good barbecue places. Now here's the thing. I didn't eat barbecue growing up. I can I we yeah. grilled all the time. You no, know, it's a Pacific Northwest thing. It might be. Yeah. No, because there's people out there. I don't think my dad likes it. So we never ate it growing up. We never like went to a barbecue you restaurant. We never had really good brisket. I actually do like brisket. <laughs> I like brisket. I despise ribs. I will never eat ribs the rest of my life. Well, that's crazy. Ribs, that's, spare that's rib, ribs, I, all I, silly. It's shocking because I love ribs. I'm not doing a Grant Paulson thing or like a vomit or I just would never order it. Too because, messy. Yeah, exactly. You're such a loser. If your fingers aren't dirty and your lips aren't dirty, you're not eating right. First of all, your fingers are always dirty. Yeah, I've seen your fingers. I've never seen, I've never so seen dirtier nails in my life. They're so gross. And by, the way, and by the way, every day I reach my fingers into a chewing tobacco, my nails are less dirty than yours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, for some of the some of the sides are so overblown. Collard greens, oh, bitter, so good. yuck, disgusting, literally dog food. You mean you don't like mac and cheese? No, no. Mac and cheese is fine. Everybody likes mac and cheese. You don't like cheese. potato First salad? All, why does barbecue get mac and cheese? Is that an exclusive to barbecue? No. I okay, don't. then. That's an American That's, <laughs> that's just a, an American that's dish. That's just an American yeah, dish. Yeah, yeah. So barbecue get, is American well, also. There's nothing more yes, American than, than barbecue and ribs. And then, you know what? You don't like... The, this is what you don't get, is that the process of barbecuing. I know. You sit around with your buddies yeah. drinking bush light. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah, for, for, That's for, not why people For like 10 it. hours. I know, but everyone's got to go to the barbecue restaurant. And and uh, and then the sauces, all oh, the exotic sauces. Look, it's fine. I, I'll go to Mission Barbecue every once in a while when I'm craving brisket. <laughs> uh-huh. it's, it's, it's fine, but it's, ne- it's never like blown me away. Green beans. <laughs> just awful. I mean, who doesn't like green who beans? Who raves about eating green beans? What about coleslaw? Coleslaw, mediocre at best. <laughs> just a goop of mayonnaise and lettuce or cabbage or whatever it is. So it, it, when you think about it, it doesn't sound that great. Cornbread, spectacular. Okay, <laughs> yeah. I'll give you cornbread. I mean, I just completely disagree with beans, you, man. Baked no, beans. beans. Just, I mean, what am I, a cowboy? 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> Baked beans are disgusting. <laughs> All right. Just, it's just slop from a can. So, what about the smoke rings? What are smoke rings? It was when you're smoking hog or uh, brisket. You, you, when you cut it, you can see the ring of smoke that, is, uh, that cooks the meat. And then you can taste the smokiness of it. Uh, I'm, I, I guess you'll have to point it out to me. All right, what time. about crackling? You like that, crackling? That's like the skin of the pig. That, yeah, that's the, like what fried you, up. You, what you, uh, pork rinds. Yeah, uh, awful, <laughs> awful. Right. What about what about uh, pork tenderloin, and then the pork shoulder, the pork butt, the hams? Have you ever cooked a whole pig? No. There's no. nothing more manly than cooking. You've cooked a, a whole what, pig. What have you cooked a whole pig? We've cooked a whole pig before. Uh, when? Uh, at a tailgate, at a Terps tailgate. No, someone else did, and you showed up. You didn't cook a pig. <laughs> I, we were sitting around. I was part of the process. You were of drinking of the plush light of cooking the pig. I flipped you don't it even over. have a grill. Uh, I flipped, <laughs> okay. it. Oh, I flipped it over. We had the chicken wire on the pig. We did all of that. All right, whole, that, whole hog. Okay, whole hog. Sitting around with your buddies, okay, <laughs> at, a, at, at a Ravens game in a parking lot. Okay, I've done that with you. That's a good time. Going just, you know, it just, it's a little, I'm with EB. It's a little bit overrated, in my opinion. I just think you're, you're such a girl with the fact that, like, you don't get, like to get messy when you eat. Yeah, that's that's the, that's actually the worst excuse ever. You could no, say, I just don't think it's you could that, say it's I don't like good. I don't like barbecue sauce because it's too sweet, or I don't like the texture no, of of, say, of pulled pork. You but your excuse that that I don't want to get my hands dirty. Well, I know that's, why. It's, it's, it's because it's, his lips are already so big; he doesn't want to drink bring more attention to them. No, yeah, that's with, not with it. Sauce all over. Yeah, right. The juice is not worth the squeeze. If you I, I mentioned cheeseburgers, if you give me a nice double cheeseburger and I take a bite out of it, and all the trimmings come out the side, <laughs> run all over my fingers. That's awesome. The meat juice and the mayonnaise. <laughs> Love that because it tastes amazing. It's worth the mess. For chicken wings and ribs for me are not. <laughs> All right. Oh, even wings? Wings actually above ribs. I'll never, ever get that sloppy sauce on, on a wing. If I have to, if it's wing night or something, <laughs> give me a dry rub. Oh no, you can, do, you can do that with, with uh, ribs. You can have a beef rib. And you can do a dry rub on a yeah, beef those rib. Yeah, those are okay. His kids are going to be picky eaters. I know it. Well, so you just don't like barbecue sauce. Don't say yeah, no, 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 no. I don't, don't really say, like, no, don't I don't like don't barbecue like, sauce. I don't like all the fixings. All right. Well, I'm just saying, don't put down <laughs> barbecuing when you don't when you don't Listen like me, the sauce. I'm not making a case for this. I know I'm in the minority. But EB seems to agree with me a little bit. But I don't know why he liked Famous Dave so much. This is just him sucking up to EB again. No, no, I trash EB all the time. <laughs> no, you like famous days. You got like Nikki and the, oh, yeah. and the two hey, Jacks. I, two went, Jack. I went with EB to famous Dave's one time. Yeah. <laughs> it was so depressing. <laughs> okay, how, no, dim, how all, dimly lit was it? No wonder the place is boarded up. There was EB and one other old man <laughs> in there sitting at the bar. Okay, and Nikki. <laughs> what what was Nikki like? She was fine. She looked like she was a waitress that had been in the service industry for about 30 years. You know, very sweet. She knew what she was doing. Very conversational. Um, I wouldn't go back for Nikki. Like, it didn't. But, again, right next door to it is my favorite chain restaurant, Red Robin. I'm a big Red Robin guy. Um, I used to work there when I was a kid or when I was in college. What about Red Robin? Uh, well, I think it's to you the most. I think it, a, it has the best burgers. And B, not ever. Just I mean, very like very it has low. a good has a good burger. It's a quality good burger. burger every good. time you go, no matter where the Red Robin is. Exactly, and right. I think that's I think that's a great. And the bottomless feature. fries. 
Do they still have the volcano onion rings? I haven't been in a while. <laughs> but I haven't been to any chain restaurant in a while. Um, so I'm not quite sure. But I do love the bottomless fries at, at um, Red Robin. But I'm on to them. It used to be a big basket, burger and the ba- and the fries. Now they give you this little tiny cup because they can't. They know, like, marketing-wise, they can't take away the bottomless fries because people freak out. Uh-huh. So they just give you, like, five fries. So they have a Dixie cup full yeah, of it's, fries. it's enraging. Just give me the <laughs> basket of fries, please. What do you... Uh... What did you think of me standing uh, uh, out and trumpeting the fact that Texas Roadhouse is the, the best? Uh, you know what? Chain restaurant. Texas Roadhouse might be better than Red Robin. Texas it, Roadhouse it is, phenomenal. is an elite chain restaurant, and I have an affinity for Texas Roadhouse because it was the first, the first chain restaurant in Pasadena, Maryland. You really? Oh yeah, it was a big deal when it came because it knocked. Uh, it took over this old mom pa restaurant mm-hmm. called I think it was called Burgers back in the day. Yeah, and then um, uh, Texas Roadhouse came when I was a little tyke, and I have great memories of my dad waiting in line with me and my brother Michael Myers picking out a steak. Yeah, well, no, we were the third people ever in that Texas Roadhouse. Oh really? Did they give you like free Texas Roadhouse for a year every week? No, but my dad went around lying to everyone and saying we were the first. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> it was bragging rights. He bumped that up a yeah, little bit. He bumped, he bumped those numbers Did up. you guys camp out? We were outside for about 45 minutes. Yeah. I think it opened at like an 11 o'clock on a Tuesday. I think my dad called <laughs> out of work. He out of school. <laughs> I think my dad took me out of school, and he called out of work. You know, that's a good dad. Yeah. And we were in line, and I'll never forget this, is that my dad said it. He said, you can get anything you want. And I got some 20-ounce porterhouse. Nice. At, at noon on a Tuesday. Hey, let me tell you. Texas Roadhouse was a great atmosphere. Their butter on those dinner oh, rolls. cinnamon oh, butter. Oh, oh, my. It's, it's I mean, heavenly. How do, they, how do you even make that so taste so good? It's, it might be one of the best things on earth. You want to know what my family does on Thanksgiving? You pick yeah, up I'm Texas guessing, Roadhouse. I'm guessing you do something cheap and you just steal <laughs> something from them. We go, we go to the Texas Roadhouse. Okay, all right, and they have all those rolls that are sitting on the edge, yep. waiting uh, for for pickup and for everyone to take to the the hostess to take to the seat. Mm-hmm. My mom and dad go and they ask for more butter. All right, and they just get a bag full of butter and bring it back to our house for our rolls for free for free <laughs> on Thanksgiving. <laughs> wow. Well, they do it like the day before, and we'll keep it in the so fridge. You, so, so the Wednesday before the yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the Wednesday the, or like, Tuesday. All the you know people are back at the bar visiting their high school friends. Yep. You're up there. Your parents yep. are. My at parents t- will make a stop in, and they'll go grab free butter from Texas. But they, they definitely eat dinner there, right? They just don't walk up to the and ask for butter when they walk in. Like they make a stop and eat dinner. No, 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 no. They go in, and my dad will like have a beer or something, <laughs> yeah. and then they'll just get butter on the way out. <laughs> that is trashy. <laughs> the guy goes, "What do you need butter for? You just got a, a Coors Light here." <laughs> no, no. I think uh, was it just like uh, say, "Oh, I'm taking some rolls home." No, yeah. <laughs> I might have to try that. Yeah, just go get the butter. Yeah, yeah. Because they don't. Because you can get cinnamon butter or honey cinnamon butter at mm-hmm. like your local Safeway. But it's just not the same. Do you know that earlier this week, I I went home and I told my wife after that discussion on the air, I said, you know what? We don't go out enough. 
Why don't we go to a restaurant this weekend? A nice family restaurant, someplace we can take the girls. You pick. <laughs> family restaurants code for chain. Chain. <laughs> code for chain restaurant. Yeah. I have. I, I'm not taking advantage of, of chain restaurants. I love People cha- sleep on. Them. I love chain restaurants. They're because they're awesome. Every, all food is the same there. Yep. Right. So you're. It's not like you're gonna get. If you know what you want, you're not gonna get a bad cut of beef. So it's and the menu's the same. So it's it's awesome. Yeah, you. I don't understand. I don't understand the hate. You're not going to spend a hundred dollars. You're going to no. you're going to be have a nice full meal. You you get a, a an appetizer, two sides, and a big old entree for fourteen bucks. Yeah, <laughs> what's wrong with that? Hey, I told you earlier this week. I'll tell the listeners. You mentioning um, Texas Roadhouse coming oh, to Pasadena. The big restaurant that came to Tri Cities when I was in high school that let us know that we finally made it. We heard we had been to this place in Seattle. Everybody had been to it, and we and, and Spokane, but it hadn't quite franchised out to all the mid-level cities. We knew that we had we had made it when they opened up an Olive Garden in Kennewick. <laughs> let me That's tell you, breadsticks, dude. Was, that was the first one. It had to be the classiest Olive Garden. In America, <laughs> there's a brick facade on the outside. <laughs> Some fake wine cellar <laughs> yeah, wallpaper. Exactly. <laughs> that place was popping for years. People couldn't talk, stop talking about the Olive Garden and the free breadsticks. Do you think Carabas has out, uh, outdone Olive Garden now? Um, I don't know. I think they're about the same, but all people always just crap on Olive Garden. And, and to call it, you know, like a nubs microwave pasta restaurant or whatever. I don't care. I've always I've always thought Olive Garden's pasta is good. I Yeah, I actually Tasty. like Olive What's the place? Ray Romano's or whatever it's called. Romano's macaroni oh, Roma- Yeah, Romano's. Yeah, 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 yeah. That place, Olive Garden, there, better than that place. There is, a mac- there is a macaroni grill. That's another place. There was, I think yeah. there was one in Fairfax a while ago. I think there was. Adam, what is your go-to chain restaurant? I'm willing to stand on the table for is this. Is this just someplace Divorce Mori took you? That no, you have no, like we've been going my entire <laughs> life. And, 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 you're annoying. Sorry. <laughs> you're, 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 also, you're also a baby, so you're going to appreciate this. I know you love boneless chicken wings. All right? Chicken nuggets, No, basically. you just talked about the sauce. I don't love them, but boneless greater than. You like you boneless greater than boned in. I used to be the same. Growing up, Chili's has the best Boneless chicken wings, buffalo sauce. It's unbelievable. That was my favorite place growing up. We would go there all the time. When my sister got good grades, we would go to Chili's. Hey, baby, you get straight A's this course semester. I'll take it to Chili's. (laughs) You know, that's about funny. (laughs) That's how we did it. You know what? I can't hate on Chili's. I I, I can't hate on on Chili's either. Don't they have like the... uh, The Chili Sizzler, whatever that thing is called. (laughs) The fajita sizzler, I think, right? Well, they, no, if we, for a snack, for an appetizer, that's the thing I get. And then it. they have like the five dollar apps or yeah, like yeah. two for one apps. No, no, they'll bring you out um, tortilla chips, and then they'll bring you out a cast iron uh, sizzler with Velveeta cheese and chili, and Ooh. it's so steaming hot. And you dip your chips in there. <laughs> that sounds so good. <laughs> it is good. <laughs> Chili's is the, it's the best. And there was a Chili's uh, in Tempe, right on the corner. That was like where all the students went on uh, to like celebrate. Yeah, or, there know. was a Chili's at VCU too, and they accepted student dollars. Yeah, I think that's probably why. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god, it was the best. Do you know what? You know why Chili's is is a cut above some of the other chain restaurants. Why is that? And if you're a chain restaurant and you do this, you know, props to you. Is that they pull out 24 ounce beers? Oh, they, <laughs> yeah, they, they do. Yeah. They pour them big. Yeah, the big pours, big and yeah. tall. Yeah. 
They just they disrespect twelve ounce pours. All right. So if we're talking about our favorite chain restaurants, what is it? What is a nubs one? What's one that you just either the people like? It's got to be a sit down. I mean, I uh, would have said Olive Garden. You hate you hate. <laughs> I Olive do not Garden. like Olive Garden. I think the pasta is plain. Um, let me see. I like. Uh, let's see. I'm, I'm trying to think of a give. give I'll start, tell you I don't like TGIF. Oh, I uh, can't stand Fridays. Them. I like. Fridays fri- I kind of like Fridays. Oh, kind of nubs. Um, one that I actually people rave about, and it's a little. It's, this is high class. It's almost unfair, I think, to put it in the chain restaurant uh-huh. category. And I've only been to it one time in my life. It's Cheesecake Factory. Oh, Cheesecake Factory's bazilli. I think Cheesecake I, Factory's silly. I, I heard the menu is just massive. Well, that, what's, that's what makes it awesome. Yeah, that's my favorite part about it. But don't it. you just think about like the menu so big? There's just a bunch I of think, rotting food. No, sitting in the no, back. I think you're I think you're on an island with this Cheesecake Factory. Silly. Yeah, there's so much to eat there, well, and, I, and they have the silly Car- dessert menu. Carabas is silly. I'll, you know say, I'll say the nubbiest one in my and 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 you can put in and I don't think it has a lot to do with with chicken wings, but the experience should be awesome. But Buffalo Wild Wings is just a toilet bowl of a restaurant. Buffalo, <laughs> Buffalo Wild Wings, you I think you might have hit on something. Yeah, the, always the worst be, service. Is the worst place on earth. Yeah, it's the, the, not fun. Just slippery, rubbery wings. Yeah. Uh the, the, the every Staff member feels like they uh, they hate you for, yep. for being there. Yep, exactly. Seafood chain restaurants are usually really bad too, like legal seafood and. I think illegal seafood. I think legal seafood is, for. is silly. Really? Yeah. Oh, and Longhorn is nubs. Longhorn so nubs. So nubs. Yeah, I, I want to be Roadhouse. <laughs> it's yeah. It's all right. What about this? Would you consider Dave and Buster's a restaurant? Dave and Buster's selling. It, I mean, I guess it is. That's but... a great date spot. It is if you're like 19. Actually, I took hey, my yeah, wife every day like a couple yeah, years ago. Yeah. I think I got size for Dave. I and think Buster's. I got a Dave and Buster's card in my wallet. <laughs> I, see, is their food any good? It is pretty good. It's it fine. Is. It's nothing. It's nothing's gonna like it's, blow it's, you away. It's pretty but. good bar food. Hey, do you want to? Uh, you want to hear a, a Valdez memory of a cha- right, chain love, restaurant? I had a lot of these things. <laughs> All right. This was when. Oh my god, I was probably what 20. Three, twenty-four. Mm-hmm. All right, and I just be actually yeah, twenty-three, twenty-two. I just got hired full time. All right, by oh. CBS Radio. Okay. All right, I was living with my parents at the time. All right, living at, living high. at home, high on, yeah. high on life. Mm-hmm. Had zero friends in Pasadena because everybody else. Uh, I, I was working in DC. Just, my friends were down here, but I was living up with my parents. I finally got hired full time with CBS Radio, making a whopping twenty eight thousand dollars a year. There we go. Yeah, big time. <laughs> the good old days. You know what I did as soon as I got that call and I got that email from CK and, and mm-hmm. Sam Rogers and <laughs> and uh, I'm trying to think of the other guy, Mike, Michael Hughes. Michael Hughes. Where'd you go to celebrate? I went to celebrate at Carabas, and I got the lobster ravioli. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's a and big I, night. And for I remember I, I was sitting there by myself. It was probably, and I just got the news, and it was probably 4 o'clock. Nobody was eating, but that's what time I had to eat because I had to wake up at 3 in the morning to make it from Pasadena (laughs) to Fairfax. And I was by myself celebrating, eating lobster ravioli. That's why Carabas will always have a special place in my heart. Uh, Carabas is, is is special to me for the junkies because that's where Lurch always wanted to go on the Florida trips, and I and I enjoyed those dinners with the guys. Hopefully, we can 
do them again soon. But he he went through a phase, I know listeners remember, for like a couple of years where he was like obsessed with Carabas on these dumb Florida trips. Yeah. So we, 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 we definitely went a, a couple of Then that kind of times. turned into Bonefish, right? What do you well, guys, they're owned by the same they're yeah. owned by the same group. What do you guys think of Outback Steakhouse and the Bloom and Onions? Because that's a that's a top seed in my Bloom and Onions good, but but Texas Roadhouse has their own Bloom and Onion. I think it tastes better. Oh, it takes the, oh, it really? just pummels it. Oh, it pummels it. We as a, uh, the Valdez family used to get a hey. Bloom and Onion for family dinners at Texas Roadhouse. Why don't we all go to a chain restaurant this weekend? All right, like I sell on my wife and right. share our experiences. Uh, or within you, the next oh, you mean two like weeks. To, oh, you, I thought you meant like together. No, 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 no. I don't want to see you guys on the weekend. I know. <laughs> I don't want to see you. Uh, Adam's going to Nashville. All right. Yeah. One but of the other I'm things get some on the show we, we, got, we got to talk about that jumped out at me, and we we're talking too much about us. Let's get back yeah. to the guys. Sorry. <laughs> Let's talk about EB's fascination with marathons. And E.B. not caring about anybody's goals in life and, and, right. and achievements. If anyone, yeah. if anyone has any kind of achievement in life, he just short sells it. He really does. He really doesn't care. He clonks out of here with his untied sneakers. And, he, <laughs> you know, he doesn't He doesn't really care that much. The only much. interaction he'll give you is maybe is on social media and he'll say, nice. Yeah, yeah nice. <laughs> He's not easily impressed. No. But for some reason, and this was tilting me on Sunday— He's doing minute-by-minute, play-by-play of J.P.'s marathon. The fact that Eric Bickle was looking up J.P. and Chris Farley's bib numbers Mm, to see the the times and see the splits was outrageous. And uh, E.B.'s, you know, he's a good athlete. That's why I was kind of... Bagging on marathons a little bit on Monday. I I feel like all of us, in one way or another, are more athletic than the average person. Would you agree? I think even that's Adam, fair. I, yeah. Even Adam, I would say, is more athletic Adam's than the average, average person. Adam's average. Okay. We Not on the tennis you. court, Ricky. Right. Hey, you did beat me in tennis. You're, you're but I feel like if life. anyone has any kind of average athletic <laughs> ability, they can run. That's what I think. Yeah. You could train yourself. You just, you just have to commit yourself, right? Right. It's sticking. You know, if you can stick to a schedule, you don't even have to train yourself that long. <laughs> to become good at, say— basketball you have to train for years and years and years and have some motion muscle memory and have and have some sort of marathon in three months right 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 you don't need any kind of gift from god unless you want to win the marathon i saw pictures of these guys running in new york city marathon right and bunch of beer bellies, bunch of old guys eric Eric talks about his fat brother who runs he's run five marathons yeah and you know what made me disrespect it is when i saw the the viral video online on like barstool sports of a duck running. I saw that. the duck running. Or what about the woman? What, what the running in costumes yeah. and yeah, yeah, yeah. all that costumes. stuff? What about the woman that, that finished the marathon and and took her ten hours or something like that? And she had arthritis and had yeah. to stop. Yeah, you, anybody you know, can do it. Well, you know what blew me away with the whole marathon conversation is I didn't know this from Junk's history that cakes ran a marathon. You're do- telling me that. Cake? Fatso ran a marathon? Whoa. <laughs> Every once in a while, it's going to slip up. It's going to get back to him. For all you oh. haters out there, there go, go ahead and quote <laughs> Money Metal Cakes on Twitter. Yeah. Go narc on Adam. Yeah. I mean, wow. I think anything is possible now. You know, did you know Cakes? Cakes, cakes was silly. Yeah, Cakes is like the most athletic marathon runner out of all well, the Well, that's, uh, that's actually p- part of the problem. Cakes... Athletically, as we we demonstrated again today, has no balance. 
No yeah, balance. Know, lost, lost to Adam in a basketball. Yeah, he's, he's just he's athletically he's he's below average. I would Correct. say. But even Cakes in his heyday, when he was probably my age, late thirties, early forties, he trained with Chris Farley. He lost a bunch of weight, and he looked awesome. And he ran a great marathon time, I believe. Right, because he because Cakes has a resting heart rate of like fifty eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, I think we discovered that. Yeah. You know, and, and I also disrespect it. Uh, because I trained with Farley and I did a tough mutter. You did, yes, you did. That sounds so hurting. What I did, all my buddies wanted to do. You probably one. still have mud in your dong. That's an awful thing. <laughs> yeah, what a terrible thing. <laughs> hey, I, <laughs> so that's why that's why I disrespect running. Not because I'm not. I'm no runner, and I hate running. But I was still able to do it because I stuck to a schedule. I will say this: it is not easy. Running a marathon is. Not, I will never say it's easy. The training to get up to that, unbearable, right? Like your heart's burning. I go for, I'll go for a run today. If I go for a run, it, I could run a mile, and my heart's gonna be burning at the, at the end of that mile, and I'm gonna be wheezing all over the place, <laughs> sucking in that cold air. <laughs> exactly. Like it will suck. I'm not pretending like I could. I'm some great long distance runner, but I know that given time, if I if I committed myself, I, I could do this great achievement that people say is. You know, you got to do it once in your life. You got to run a marathon. I think you no, should I put don't. the money where the mouth is. I mean, you're you're doing a lot of talking. For I like, there's no way that you could no, actually I don't want to. No, but I don't think you could stick to a schedule to prepare for a marathon. You need too probably much drab not. time. That's probably probably not. That's why I, I disrespect it. I maybe a bunch of bored guys getting away from their families, going out and <laughs> run, run, yeah. trying, you know, running away from the problems. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> If you're a runner out there, don't hate me. Yeah. I'm just but it is kind of funny. I mean, here. last week you were joning on yourself for being overweight, mm-hmm. but now you're saying a marathon is easy. I'm, you're not listening. You're not listening. Yeah. Yeah, a marathon's butt hard. I just don't think it's 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 more a straight ske- athletic achievement. A marath- the hardest part about a marathon is finding the time to, to right. train for it. What about a triathlon it? then? Like if you had to do the biking and the swimming. Well, biking's a joke. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the, fact biking. That, the fact that EB talks about how much he's biking yeah, nowadays. Yeah. You go for a bike ride. I, you, any oh, one of my us... buns are so are made of steel because I'm riding that bicycle. That's a bunch of BS. Yeah. Now, swimming two and a half miles. I'll say this. Swimming two and a half miles from the beginning, but hard, that's another thing. You just got to train to do it. And it's, you know, they do it at the beginning so you don't drown. Cycling, I mean, honestly, I, I, I tell you this right now. I could get on a bicycle mm-hmm. and bike 112 miles. <laughs> okay, now I wouldn't be going at the speed these guys are going, but it's you're just coasting. No, but the <laughs> okay, the, but there is a there is a difference from what Brian Mitchell is doing biking yeah. and what EB is doing for biking. Oh yeah, well Brian Mitchell, yeah, he's he's, he's actually he, has the thin wheels and he's right. got the track suit and drafting over people. Yeah, he's like in a group running cars off the road. He's yeah. Doing, he's doing all that kind EB, of stuff. EB's got a Huffy with a, <laughs> right. with big tires and a helmet. Right. <laughs> it's it's totally different. Um, yeah, so I was surprised on, on Sunday night watching EB live tweet the marathon results. Um, it, you know, maybe, also, you know what? That's going to be my tilt of the week. It's also because, it's also because uh, deep down, Grabby is is vying for EB's attention and love. Well, we both of us are. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and and it's uh, it's tilting because Drab's just trying to get noticed so much, and he's not getting noticed. That's why it's his big tilt of the week. I'll gi- I'll give you that, Adam. What was your tilt of the week? My tilt of the week was EB's depressing drives to New York and the fact that he just 
sings country music songs over and over. Yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, country <laughs> music of like EB is so tilted. <laughs> the fact that you let him sing on air for 20 <laughs> seconds, <laughs> I had to... Off the that was the worst EP in history. First of all, I knew it was going to be bad because I saw the stack of piles, and Valdez put in a Rocky Four story. <laughs> okay, so Sly Stallone almost died training said, for Rocky, said, Rocky, Rocky Stallone went to the hospital. I think during, it was Rocky Four, not five. Yeah, anyway. Rocky Four. Rocky almost goes to hospital during shooting of Rocky Four. <laughs> I'm like, this is the worst EP. So I'm, just, I, I'm trying to find something that bonds EB to the entertainment page. I know, I and know. makes him. Excited because my tilt of the week is when Eric shares these great stories, like him dribbling in his pants mm-hmm. during the EP. <laughs> I mean, that should be its own segment. It should have been its own segment. I know, yeah. but I'm trying to find something that EB's into, and e- lately EB has been into country music. I don't know how it started. I don't know where it started, but the CMAs were last night, and I go, oh, you know what? Maybe Eric will, uh, will comment on on Eric Church or. Chris Stapleton. What percentage of our listeners do you think are country music fans in this metropolis that we live in? <laughs> I don't know. Okay. 30%. Yeah, 30%. Not even. <laughs> Not even. You think? Probably 15%. Because we got a strong signal out in, in yeah. uh, Percival. I mean, it's so hard. Trust me, WMZQ ratings would be through the roof if it was if country was but popular. But it, it's more about like the fact that like he's just... Doing, the, he just sounded so lonely on the road. See, that, that's that's also another thing is that Eric Eric's getting into this weird depression. Oh, what do you, right. Why we got to get him out of this. Lot, and a lot of country music is depressing. You know, yeah. like my dog died the, the other football day. team is depressing. It is he's really depressed right now? He's he's at home with with he's yeah, missing two of his kids. Earlier in the week, I said, I you know, yeah, you're being all moody. He was being all mopey and stuff. Um, and, and everyone was laughing. He was but, just kind of zoning out. But but I I was trying to get Eric into it because he's he, they said the slow so they're so slow and just and and, and you know boring for you know for a radio show. Hey, let's listen to twenty seconds of this country yeah, song. Eric, and talk Eric about is, Morgan Wallen. Eric is slowly becoming Don Imus. You think so? <laughs> yeah, with his ten gallon hey, hat he, and yeah, a ranch. And he, sooner sooner or later he'll have a ranch. Hey, you should listen to the junkies. They're really cutting edge and they're just getting wild. Oh yeah, what are they talk about today? Oh, they played Eric Church songs for, just for thirty seconds at a time. Yeah, by, the, by the way, don't let it go unnoticed that Jason is talking about uh, Eric Church and, and how he loves Talladega. And I know. Probably is one of his rich friends. Don't listen. Yeah, I know. I, I think you're right. Yeah, country music. Eb, not a fan of. I just. When did he start? When did he all of a sudden? A couple years ago, this? right? He knows somebody. He knows. Like a friend of his, it has, must be has big a child who's like an aspiring country singer. Well, we he does. Who is it? Parker McCollum. Yeah, Parker McCollum. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How do you remember the name? Because I remember everything. Is Parker McCollum a big name? He's, He's a huge up and coming country star. Yeah. So EB's like friends with uh, Pete McCollum or something. <laughs> Parker's dad. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so that's how he got into him. I just think he could be spending that time doing better things. You know, he could be. You know, calling his relatives. Well, like, I, hold on, you're he's driving on these lonely drives. He's right. going to see his kids play sports. When I when I go on a long drive, I'm not going to listen to country music. I'm going to listen to something that gets me hype or a funny podcast, or I'm going to call my friends. Well, he and, said and that laugh to, and, he said joke around. He said that today. First of all, grown men they, they don't want to chat on the phone. I don't know what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Who wants to talk with you? Yeah. <laughs> I'm butt funny. Uh, hey, well, I actually think. Adam should get into country music. Why? He's going to Nashville this week. <laughs> this could be a great start for him. <laughs> because 
we talk about Adam trying to hook up with all these chicks and yeah. everything. Mm-hmm. He needs to find like a a group, like a a certain a click, a, click, a niche, mm-hmm. or something like that. Something he, to identify with. Yeah, and he could uh, get away with being country music Adam, where he's going to all these uh, concerts out at Nissan Pavilion. What was the one growing out gating, finding WMZQ Fest? People would always go to. That's not. He's not going to meet any chicks at country music. I mean, there are going to be women there, but. He needs to be like Roller Derby Adam or something like that. You know, <laughs> something, more, something more in his lane. <laughs> I'm not, I like the I like theorizing what Adam's lane is. <laughs> Astro World Adam. That's a bad thing. Yeah, that's yeah, the, right. What are you doing? Hey, you're O for two. Mud <laughs> and Astro World. <laughs> um uh, yeah. Uh, at Nashville Adam. All right. Maybe you come back next Thursday dressed like they do in Nashville. Honky tonk Adam. Yeah. All right, I'll give it a try. By the way, I think you need to dress in layers. I told you that. Yeah, I don't understand it. I feel like layers make you fatter. No. The, you need to just, you need, we need a haberdasher for Adam, a makeover. <laughs> a we, what? We, a haberdasher. You don't know junkies' yeah, history. Yeah. <laughs> Haberdashery? <laughs> Cakes had a the haberdasher. Cakes, yeah, from Nordstrom. Yeah, well, I, I forget his so. name. Really? Yeah, you, actually, you need a, uh, uh, an overweight haberdasher, okay? <laughs> Somebody needs, knows how to style chubby guys. <laughs> I'd be because willing you to do it. With you know, these thin T-shirts, and they're just so floppy on you. You know what he needs? He needs a flabadasher. <laughs> a flabadasher. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> that's a great. That's a great. That's a funny thing. Yeah. All right. All right. Hey, Drab. I wanted yeah. to bring something up when we were talking about food. Yeah. Because you always talk about something from the Northwest, right? Mm-hmm. And you say you guys are famous for this. So I went to the grocery store and I picked it up, and I want to rub it all over my body now. It was Tillamook provolone cheese. No, oh, you, my God. Was it the best cheese you've had? <laughs> the best cheese I've ever had. They're not, like even smoky. Known, they're not even known for their provolone. Oh, my God, dude. I, I put, like, four slices on a sandwich. I couldn't <laughs> get that, enough. That's why you need a flabbergaster. Hey, you know why it tastes so good? Why? Because it's a bunch of fatty milk in there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you use whole milk. <laughs> yeah, of course. Oh, my God. I, just, I honestly, why, is it, why is it better than land, like Land O'Lakes? I'm just partial to it because it's it's Tillamook is the they're creamery. Let me tell you, it's this is sad for Oregon. It's the number one tourist des- destination in Oregon. <laughs> I've had Tillamook ice cream before; it's good, but but this why I don't like University University of Maryland has a creamery. Tastes just like Tillamook. That's only, no, that's no, 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 so no. insulting. No. What do you mean? It tastes just with, like it. You, you haven't had it that. recently. Get, get out of here. Why? That. That's I know what he's doing. He's trying to do this Maryland thing. Right. I'm not doing my skin again today. I'm just saying I've had I've had. Like okay. real creamery places, ice cream and stuff. Right. It tasted the same as Tillamook. This cheese was so good. I was sneaking out of my bed at you midnight. You think a bunch of apprentice more. college kids with your limp dick dairy program at <laughs> University of Maryland it can, can compete with one of the finest creameries in the world? The award winning creamery? I'm just saying the vanilla ice cream tasted similar. Okay. I will give you this. You can have a better journalism school than Arizona State, okay? <laughs> we had that argument on the show today. I'll give you that. Don't you dare say your dairy program is on the same level as Tillamook. Then I will get angry. <laughs> All right? All right. Uh, I appreciate Yeah, I love Tillamook. I'm, I'm, for some reason, I'm very defensive of it. Yeah. You hit a nerve out there. I know. <laughs> I, know how to, I know how to push his buttons. <laughs> All right, well, hopefully, I don't know. I mean, we got the Washington game. If you're a bit-seasoned fan, maybe you're hoping for a loss again this week as we get into more. Um, more shtick. 
Yeah, less we sports, got an email shtick. telling us that it's okay to start doing more shtick on the show. Yeah, I saw that. Or more, I should say, non-Washington football team stuff. Like story stories. Story stories or, you know, other obviously wizards and, and capitals and stuff like that. But we, they, we can tell where the direction of the show might be moving here in the next few weeks. Also, we got to start planning the, the holiday drinking show. No. It's getting it's, it's getting close. Soon. I I say after the Thanksgiving break, we need to draw names for Secret Santa. Oh, your favorite bit. Oh, by the way, I wasn't here last week, and he just reminded me because Valdez, the planner, loves to draw the names early for Secret Santa because it's so important to him, yeah. right? And that's why and we talked about it on the air. He needed to plan out and, and sold the show on how important Halloween was to him. And then we had a whole half-hour discussion about on bit season and on the junks. And he came in with the laziest effing costume. <laughs> Looked like he rolled out of bed and came straight in here. And they actually ruined Halloween for me. You ruined Halloween for me. I was so angry that I came in here, had a costume planned out, and all the other guys, you convinced, you convinced I told, all the other I guys. I told you. And you printed out. In the digital area over there, a picture of your brother. And I told you what I was gonna do. I know, but I, I, I told actually, I, I, I told was, you it was, it was the worst costume. And the pollsters on Twitter agreed. The Van Meter poll agreed. Didn't you, Adam? Didn't I you mean, think? here's the thing. Here's what it was. People thought it you was were lazy. Brett. I know. That. Lazy, lazy. He, they thought he was Brett because he was wearing a step dog sweatshirt. It was. <laughs> I was just wearing because that's what I wear. I know. It ricked me. I you, next Halloween. You well, need... I didn't know we were going to do a whole poll about it. Okay. EBS Sammy Sosa looked better than you. He did. You were actually behind. Oh, EB. so you know I, that's the, the you were behind. EB. No, no. Next Halloween, I want you to start planning your Halloween costume for next year. Okay, <laughs> I want you to blow us away. I don't. Oh, sorry. Uh oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> did Brian Mitchell Jeez. just tackle him in here. Brian Mitchell just barged in the studio with Anthony. Jeez, uh, I thought we were like under attack. I That was terrifying. I thought that so. hasn't ever happened in all the years I've been here. I actually thought there was an active shooter. <laughs> oh, God. Anthony, a producer for 980, just got tackled through the door by Brian Mitchell. That's what happens when you work with a former professional athlete. Oh, my God. I like our games of Squid Burst a lot better. Yeah, Squid Burst <laughs> a lot better than yeah. that, whatever game they were oh just playing. Oh, my gosh. All right, next Halloween, don't tell anyone your costume. I want you to start planning it now and well, blow then, us away. Uh, well, then why don't you— uh, And I'll get a new why costume don't you next head, year. Why don't you head a, a Halloween planning committee? Okay. Right? Hey, right. And you help brainstorm costumes. And by the way, don't don't lighten up the fact that you wore okay, a— Okay, John DePompa. No, I, I told you about it. I, st- I said that to you. I know. I, I was a repeat. Yeah, yeah. That's the fourth time you've worn that that's costume. It's the second time no, I've it's worn it. No, it's not. It's the fourth. It's Here, I'm going to tell you this. If you could pull it off, you could pull it off. Thank he you. looked like well, freaking Leo. Let's talk about what Aaron Hawksworth thought of my costume. <laughs> oh, okay. Huh? <laughs> All right. Did, what, you, did you see what she said? No. Uh, in a public forum? What did she say? 1067 the fan posted a picture on Instagram of all of us on Halloween. Yeah. Okay, go look at the comments. One of the top comments is from Aaron Hawksworth and it says drab looks hot exclamation point. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Michael Myers didn't get the same kind of comment. That's cuz she didn't understand it. All right, but she understood where my costume and it clearly made an impression on her. Well, she also probably hasn't seen the the uh, 50 50 pictures that you have of you in your costume from previous Halloweens. That's that's true. She yeah. she she doesn't know that I dressed up before as Leo. 
Even you still, though do you still have uh, you still have food stains hey, on me, it from uh, Halloween when you wore it? Hey, let me see. What'd you think was in my costume bag? New costumes? <laughs> <laughs> I told you I have a costume bag that I pull out when needed. Old costumes that I need, and that one went right back in it. I won't wear it next year. I will come up with something new for next year. All right. We'll have a new yeah. Here I will. I will put more effort into my costume, even though I thought, even though I predict, I told everyone what my costume was going to be. Right. All right. So I don't think there should be any ill will towards Michael Myers. I just don't. What were you thinking? Like why? <laughs> why I was trying to make a great costume. question. <laughs> it's an inside joke of an inside joke. Yeah. There's nothing worse than a Halloween costume that nobody understands. Cakes understood it. No, he actually <laughs> didn't. I think you had to explain to him what it was. All right. All right. I will I will do I promise to do better for okay. my Halloween costume in 2022 if you promise to not wear a costume that's in your bag. 100%. I'll come up with something new. All right. Scout's honor. But you guys do need to pat yourselves on the back because you actually got these four lazy schmucks to dress up for that Halloween. We, we did, did guilt them. And it was it. silly. It was a great Instagram photo. It was good for social media. It looked great on TV. Yeah, it did. Yep. Good, good job, boys. All right, let's end on that. Great week of shows this week. We will come back next week with episode 11. Hopefully some great content on the show. Thank you guys very much for tuning in this week. Don't forget to share it on social media. Yeah. You can find us on Twitter or Instagram at BitSeason. You know what? It's great to have you back. It's good to be back. <laughs> All right, guys, have a great weekend, and we will see you on Monday. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law.